Oh, dude. No fucking way. Just being a blind kid camping sounds. I mean, for, there's, I just, if, I think about, like, if I'm going to spend so much time just prodding sides of a tent, trying to figure out where the door <laughs> is. <laughs> 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 trying to, just trying uh, to find no. where is In life, you don't know what to expect. Never really know what's coming next. Try your best to put your mind to rest. Take a guess, but don't hold your breath. Now you can cry and bitch and whine and say fuck the world and have a good ass time. Cause we're all gonna die, but we're not dead yet. So let's get it started. Say we're the band. Yeah! Oh, it's set with a bed again. We're in this thing. Oh my goodness. I've got my good co-host Bear over here, uh, of course, you know, just like we always do. But all the way from Chicago, uh, headliner tour and all over the place, he's getting ready for his album that he's recording in May. It's freaking Tyler Ross. Hey. Oh, my gosh. That is so much. That's too nice. I love it. What's up, guys? It's so nice to be here. We just got done doing a show. We did. Around the bend. Give us give us your impression. First of all, good set. Thank you. Good set. Thank you for shutting down the show. Show. I appreciate yes. it. By the way, I want everyone to meet my uh, gay voice twin here, <laughs> uh, uh, Tyler Dude, Ross. you I, said you had a girlfriend on stage, and I was like, damn, does he know his voice is gay? <laughs> <laughs> you that, may not be gay, but your voice is, bro. I, I'm excitable. <laughs> I know that about myself. I'm very self-aware of That's that. That's crazy. I would have said flamboyant. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I started doing my it's transgender like joke, I looked in the back of the room. To see how you would respond to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's clearly somebody in the community. So like, if he laughs, then this is a great joke. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. And I, you're, you're staying with us now. I still want to hear what you're going to say about Tyler on the bit. But I was telling Rachel that you were going to be staying with us tonight uh-huh. and everything. And I was like, don't worry. He's gay. It's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> what a fun way to disengage people. Like, and how then, fun. And then I, I realized that you had a girlfriend. I was like, okay, honey, lock the door. <laughs> Real wild card. He could one. be a creep. We yeah. don't. <laughs> um, tap around the bit, man. Tell me what you thought. I, I said it earlier, but it. I drove past it the first time because I was like, sure, that not. can't be it. <laughs> Because it looks like an establishment, but it just doesn't seem like it would be a bar. Like it seems Was like it a, the no windows is that what it, it is? Yeah, it seems like a place that like stores milk cartons. I don't know why that's what it made me think of, but that's its main purpose. But it also like you walk in and again, my, I've just been watching this a lot, but it just reminded me of every bar that John Taffer flips uh, on Bar Rescue. Oh, yeah. So when I walked in, I was like. I could see John just be like, what is going on in here? <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny. So, yeah, it's it, it, it's a little quiet, little quaint bar. Also, I mean, and I'm sure you get this all the time. I saw someone smoking in this bar, and I was like, you're goddamn right. <laughs> this is America right here. <laughs> yeah. I see a place where they allow you to smoke inside. I was like... Someone here has got a, a Blue Lives Matter tattoo somewhere yeah, out for in sure. this bar. <laughs> That's Someone. how you get in with no cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't have to pay to get in. If you right. <laughs> Blue or all. It, yeah. it, it is, it's, an all, it's a all cover pass. Yeah, no, it definitely looks like a, a cabin where people take people of your kind to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. It's it's our kind. I don't know why I'm singling you out. Oh, really. my God. I uh, <laughs> I feel so on, on point. I'm pressured for this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bear and I are mean, dude. We're we're real mean. Mostly to each other. So I was going to say, you guys have been so sweet so far. So I'm <laughs> that's waiting. how we get you. I'm waiting that's how we get turn. you in the room. You're yeah. like, and now we push record, and it's going down. You're like, holy shit, I was not ready. It's this. actually a casting couch. You walk in to get fucked. <laughs> I did I did try to stand up earlier and had a problem with it, so that makes sense. Like, yeah. Like, oh. in, in Arkansas, we call it rifle tower. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had a good set, and you uh, you had some. Nick Moore was in there, ripping shit apart for. His, oh yeah, for I mean it was a fun night, you know, and you know the, you guys did great as well. Like it's really I enjoy because going and being a part of other scenes and seeing like what people are like. You know, it was a good show. It was awesome. Yeah, Nick, the guy before me, crushed. It was. It's fun to do that. Like 
I'm not someone that watches shows like, oh no, like ever do great. Like I got to, uh, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm happy. Everyone's doing well. Like it's fun to watch a good show, yeah. you know? What kind of killer are you supposed to be if you're like, oh, 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 oh folks are, folks are telling jokes in here and they're landing. Oh, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna have to really work during this set. Of, you know, as a, I know comics like that, that they want the person in front of them to do poorly so that they can actually. I just have don't want to go up in that shit energy. Like I like going up when it's great, when they're having a good time, because then you can just cycle right on into your shit. How am I supposed to make you believe that I know how to do this if the person before me <laughs> clearly doesn't? Right, you know, it's such a it's such a bad look. Like I want I want people to be eaten up. It was a great energy. I'm glad you got to go up in it. Yeah, it's why I put Nick in front of you is because <laughs> I was like, all right, at least at this point, it's gonna feel like a show when we're going into this. And was, Andy was doing well with um the not the comics, but with the uh, crowd in there. And then Eric was doing really well, like top to bottom. Like even the people that genuinely struggle, like they were doing great. Yeah, no, it was, it was a, a good show. show. It was a good show. You're out here on the road right now mm-hmm. preparing for your album that you're recording in May. Correct. Where? So it's going to be at the Funny Stop Comedy Club May 20th. Uh, we're doing two shows out there. Um, I'm working with a film company called LRC Productions. So they're going to be filming it and help recording it. So, yeah, I'm excited. The Funny Stop's where I like started doing stand-up, and it's a place now I like headline a couple times a year, and when I got approached by them and I had the dates, I was like, cool. This will force me to like finally just get it out there and do it. Hell do yeah. It. Damn, so, so you're almost exactly two months out from recording. Yes, that's that sounds about right to me. How long of a set are you recording? Um, I think so. I think we're going to record about 45, 50 minutes, and then I would like to put out somewhere between 30 to 35. Gotcha. Right? Like, yeah, I want it to be like great. <laughs> Obviously, everyone wants like things that get recorded to be well, like, like received and put out. Um, but yeah, I just want to, I want to put like not too long to, I don't want to bore people or keep the, you know how it is. You get like real sensitive and in your own head of like people don't want to watch me anymore or whatever. So yeah, so that's that's the plan. Well, nice. it's like you don't want to torch your whole set in your the first thing you put out. Well, that's what know? I was about to ask: is do you have um, another forty five ready to go after you release this? So I don't fully believe in never using stuff you record again. I think there's certain things that like. They're on the newer side of the things I've added to the set, and they're actually helping direct like the rest of the messaging of it. So yeah. I won't necessarily feel like I'm gonna get rid of 100 percent right off the bat. There'll be things I'll kind of like linger use a little bit, but I will have like probably a more strict rule after I get to it of like, okay, if it's like a showcase in the city or it's like a thing around, I'm not. That just doesn't seem fair. But it's like. You know, if you're headlining and doing like 45 minutes, that seems crazy to like. If you can turn around it right away, awesome. But I know a lot of people that don't do that exactly that yeah. way. I think we all have like the romanticized version of like comedians that do that all the time that are on much different like situations and levels. And that's just not like where I feel ready for. So I need yeah. like comfort bits to keep me going a little bit. I, I, I know gotcha. I'm going to want it after for sure. I'm so. just like, I'm always terrified of someone coming to see me and then seeing the same jokes. What a privilege that would be, though. That's the thing. Like, think about it like this. If someone saw you online and then somehow also decided to go see you in real life, that's your biggest problem is that they might have seen one or two bits of yeah, yours. They, no, because they come up, they're like, I mean, you did some old stuff. I think like, they're always disappointed. <laughs> I think if it's a stranger that's not the same as if that's you the person knows you that does that because i think people actually sometimes do enjoy seeing the bit that they might have seen online because i feel and experience that like yeah i was working the, the person i was working with over the weekend i had seen his clip online somewhere didn't notice it was him until he did the joke in the middle of the set and i was like oh my god like i'm i love that bit it's cool to like be a part of it seeing it live and i know what you're saying when people say that but yeah well you're a comic and a fan of comedy yeah but i just i think for the most part people are okay with seeing one or two if if you're doing 45 minutes and they see a bit or two that's fine if you're doing like 
a five minute set and they're like, I knew three of the minutes. Well then sure. That might yeah. be a little different, but it's just this. I think people say that about clips and I just think the percentage of people that are someone you don't know that did see you likes you and then maybe ends up later, like coming to a show that is the goal. You want that person to come to the show and right. like, they're going to be a part of the whole experience of it anyway. If it's one joke, I don't think it's that big a deal, but again, it's different for everybody. I'm sure. But I, I've never been worried about that. That's almost like somewhere again, if someone were to, that'd be a compliment to me. If they were like, I saw that online, like you did that joke there. And now I'm seeing you like, awesome like then it worked you yeah. know so that that's my feeling on it oh that's so sweet i have not had anything online successful enough to be a problem that anyone's seen before like to be to have that issue like i got i've got some of my setup on youtube and it has 86 views um but that's like really the only place i've burned any material anything else i've ever posted i don't really do anymore what like but not I'm on like terrified tiktok or like instagram mm -mm, no, no not okay. hardly Interesting. um just uh just because i feel like i'm still cooking okay more than anything sure. you know that like i don't have a i don't have a reason to blow up you know like i'm in a so it's not really something i'm trying to do or actively working towards outside uh -huh. of just perfecting the craft sure um but I don't want someone to come to me and be like, and say they saw it somewhere. I'm, I, I just, I know I'd have a feeling of, I copied myself, doing a joke. Like I did my own street joke. You know, and it's different it, than it, a clip than like an album, because like when you put out an album, you're saying like, here, this is my, this is what I got. This is what I've been working on. I've got it uh, all compacted. Boom. Here's the album. And then when they come see you, like they expect to see more. I feel like, because if I just go and s say we just saw Burt Kreischer's new special, which I'd love to talk about. I thought it was great. Oh, uh, so good. Uh, if I go see Burt Kreischer, I don't want to see that same special again. I want to see the new stuff that he's working on. And I think there's um, I think there's this idea from people when they go and see a comic each new time, so much has happened between like the last time you saw them to when they're currently now talking yeah. that it should just, I think their illusion is like, well, of course, they're just going to be ready to talk about all this brand new stuff and have it timed and have it well, like crafted into like jokes. Like they they're just moving along with their day and stuff, and that's just how it works for them. So it's almost like you're getting like a check in when you have like friends that you see like once or twice a year when you, they like come back into town. Like it's almost like that where it's like, well, how have things been the past year or so for you? And you're like, I have a kid now, like this and that, like. It, it's hard to do that exact same thing like one-to-one -one with it like well-crafted jokes but i think you're right like people are like well you came back now what's new mm -hmm. like for sure no. rather than un and everyone makes the example sorry to cut you off but like no, no no it's it's exactly the opposite of like a band where you think there's that thing where like hell yeah i want to hear the hits every time where it's like well it's you the person i want to hear come you come talk now new there's something to be said like i mean whenever i went and saw jim gaffigan for the first time before i'd even started comedy he ended on uh um the uh not the pop tarts whatever hot pockets um, hot pockets yeah um yeah the 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 meal version of the pop tarts um and uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know crush he did parts of it that weren't the popular part you know and it was like all good and whatever but it there's also into your point talking about comics that are at a different level there's some dudes that realistically they can just they can be dropping in on shows running material outside of their tour to have ready so it's like as they're sharpening their hour they're on the side here working bits like just at these drop-in shows at these you know the, these guerrilla warfare you know where they can go in and just be not even Bert yeah, you got a name you can if you're say you're on tour and you're doing a theater in chicago while you're there you can drop in on probably six or seven comedy clubs there and work stuff outside of what you're working for your tour right Right, so there's that aspect of it too, and that is just a different level than where we're at. And to into your point, Todd, I mean, you've been doing stand up for twelve years now. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that is more time than Bear and I combined. So mm -hmm. like, even I'm not even looking at a, an album or anything like that. I do think it's a great idea to go for a shorter 
set because it's why why like try and make it a long drum hit that hour special with the first thing you're doing it's like now nah, i'm gonna hit you in the mouth with 20 30 minutes and get out of there man just it of heat yeah especially because you're doing a 45 minute set so right. then you can pull the best 30 minutes out of it and like that's gonna make a better album and you think about like that's how the old school like comedy central ones would be they would be just half hours like they would put on and really it's 22 minutes it's not even really a half an right. hour you know so okay so commercials yeah i didn't think about that because yeah. your album is your advertisement for people to come see you exactly like, that's all it is and it's just like and as lame as it is like i will then cut it up and be able to then put it on social media stuff that's ah, put together that's of the like literaler versions out that's there the name of the and game and that's just you know the, yeah. the hope that it, it, it translates nicely. Yeah, it's not lame. Nah, you got to do that, man. Thanks. Nah, do that. Do that. What? Well, are you YouTube in it? Sometimes. You're, you, but you're YouTube in the, sped, the album? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, sometimes I'm like like YouTube. A, there's like a million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I click it every once in a while, <laughs> dive in, see what the suggested are, you know? <laughs> I get lost in the feed, man. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I know. The way we started, it started, I was like, what? what? Yeah. 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 Sometimes I use YouTube. What are you going to say about that? No, I'm fucking Vimeo, bro. <laughs> Strictly rumble for me. I, I actually, I need some more free speech in my, my life, you know, brother. <laughs> Check out this tattoo, okay? You know? <laughs> Before the podcast, um, uh, Tyler, uh, <laughs> we were talking about uh, uh, just it. Something and Tyler <laughs> yeah. said. Tyler said the word jamoke. Have you ever heard that jamoke referring to somebody? Jamoke. Uh huh. Like, oh, is that kind of like like a that dumbass that fucking any jamoke? Yeah, jamoke. yeah. I've heard that before. I've never heard of jamoke. I'd love it though. Like it's like poke and jabroni and uh, I don't know. Just jabroni like, is fun. Hitting somebody with like your jabroni. Is very fun if it's like placed in the right way. Yeah. You can't abuse it, but it's like a good one, you know. What is it? Jabroni's like, uh, is that like Simpleton as well? It's just any man from Boston. Yeah. <laughs> if gotcha. you've ever met anybody from Boston, they're a Jabroni. Yeah. So, yeah, Simpleton was right on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Bet, bet, bet. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, you but, saw Burger. What were you going uh, to say? I was going to say, it's, it's so interesting now. There are so many different like places you can put spot as I've been looking into and seeing other people. Like, you know, you can put it on Tubi now. You can put it on like mm -hmm. all these other different streaming things. Just like, you know, there's a million places to put podcasts now. It's the same right. with like these. There's a million different places to like put these specials on the internet. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got the best streaming platform now. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, we'll, we'll put it out there. Yeah. It's just a yard sale for content these <laughs> days, man. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's really a beautiful place to be around. Um, ah, man. I wish you'd seen Razzle Dazzle. I wish I had too. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're being bears to talk about it. So, <laughs> Secret Time is on my list of top five specials of, of my favorite specials that made me laugh the hardest. And Razzle Dazzle made me laugh harder. Wow. Dude, I watched, which granted, I was high as fuck and I was with Lucas. So I was just <laughs> in a really good mood and we were sitting there broing out. We had just got done writing and Bert comes on and immediately starts telling those stories. And I'm like dying laughing, just bent over, tired. It, it, it is top to bottom really good. And it's got a great opening. Honestly, I mean, he it opens really well with like the the music and stuff, the soundtrack, the score. It sounds like one of those THX. Oh, that little intro he does is is a great way to start a special because you know all specials have a little like they'll have B roll of the crowd walking in or something like that or the theater he's at or whatever. Dude, Burt's was great. How it as he's walking out, like Razzle Dazzle came out the screen around him mm -hmm. as he's getting to the mic. It was just really cool from. The angles from backstage, but it was really cool. And it had that, like, you know, that THX sound, you know, like in the movie theater, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Boom. Like, like, it, <laughs> it was sweet. It was quite epic. But yeah. it, that, I mean, that was an hour, right? It was long, but like, good long. Like, I mean, his closing bit is probably 15 minutes, the last story he's telling. Yeah. I mean, and it isn't, it, I mean, you're just in it the whole time, though. I, he's just such a great storyteller. What was it on? Netflix? Netflix. Okay. Cool. Netflix. It's interesting 
I mean, I'm sure he made a ton of money doing that. I'm sure he made a ton I'm of sure, money. I'm sure, yeah. But it, it's interesting hearing some of these dudes who are at the top of the game going away from Netflix. That's an interesting thing. To just go for YouTube, to go for the eyes as opposed to these people who are paying this $10 subscription. Well, right. And when you put it on YouTube, you still own the rights to it. Yeah. And so a lot of people, when they're doing their Netflix specials, they're selling the, their rights to Netflix. So they don't ever get that back. Like, I know... Who was it? Yeah, once you're paid for it, it's paid for. Nothing else after right. that is But whatever. if you keep the rights to it and other people play it, you get royalties off of it and other things. So, Well, if they don't pirate it off the internet. I don't know what the way to go is these days because when you're talking about to grow your audience, it almost seems more beneficial to do a YouTube thing. But it's like if you've already got your fingers in the in – the, Pot of YouTube, then it's like almost making that Netflix money makes a lot of sense. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm talking about things that are so far above my pay grade as a stand-up <laughs> comedian right now. That I have no idea how any of that actually works. I know. It just sounds cool, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Isn't it fun to conjecture about? Um, well, that's why, like, so here, like, well, we can more practically apply this a bit. Like, that's why when Andrew Schultz, like, bought his special from Amazon because they wanted him to take a few jokes out of yeah. it. Was that it made Amazon? No sense to me. No I, sense. Here's you ready for why? Yeah. This is how he could double his money. Okay. He did double his money though. Here's how he could have tripled it then. Okay. Here's what <laughs> here's what I would have done if I was him. Take out the jokes, keep that Amazon money, let it come in. And then release all those jokes as a secondary special on YouTube. Call it the jokes Amazon wouldn't let me tell. And then you have you have like two separate specials you just put out. One's the like bad boy version and the other is like the one amazon paid you for so that was my thought i mean i hadn't i guess i hadn't followed up to see how much he had like made from it now oh, from buy. it i yeah. mean yeah, he hasn't he hasn't released numbers and not I mean, same with louis like so many of those dudes like that but oh bro I yeah mean, that's he, what that's just what i my thought would have been with it if, like that dude, happened to he me cleaned up yeah he cleaned up. okay well, i mean then i was wrong and he's smarter than me <laughs> I guess I'll admit that right here, right now. No, I appreciated you. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) you may be right. I see the benefits of what because you are getting that guarantee, and it was a gamble. Yeah, I mean, he definitely could have with you know lost money, but he's got enough of an audience and stuff now that he was true. Well, also here's the thing: is that at the time he did it, he also knows he's buddies with Rogan and can go on and promote the special on that podcast to that huge audience. Like it's one thing to do that when you have access to an audience like that yeah. to at least get that many eyes on it versus like if I did it and fucking <laughs> 10 people on the internet saw it, it wouldn't make sense for me to buy shit back from Amazon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who am I going to tell to go watch it? <laughs> That's why I need fucking Amazon. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, but to know that you're like far enough outside of that out of that network to be able to be like, "Nah, man, I know these jokes are good." And yeah. uh, and to ride on that, I mean, is that's fair. I don't know, man. That's see that right there is gangster. That's, it's gangster. That's just and to be able to, like you said, have the confidence to buy it back and be successful with it, and be able to stay true to the jokes that you know are funny, that you worked your ass off, and you've seen the people laugh, and you've been in the clubs, you know they fucking work. So like, if if I like you were talking about how hard it is to craft a, a well crafted joke, yeah. Like if I bust my ass. For two years sharpening this fucking joke that's been keeping me awake at night and I've been giving me nightmares every time it bombs in the beginning <laughs> but I finally get it going and I finally get it cooking and you tell me I can't put it out there go fuck yourself yeah a bunch of pansies and suits you know with their they've ties. never told a joke in their life they, they can't, you can't tell me what's funny bitch you don't go you yeah. ain't never been there yeah you got HR breathing down your neck bro you right. can't tell me especially when it's like at that point it's like if you don't think people are laughing at this you think he's gonna still keep telling it in his act right if exactly. he hasn't tested it a bunch of like at all the different dates he does he's done you think he's like i mean it never bought it never does well but i just really love saying this <laughs> slur it's like no that's not how that works <laughs> no at all like that's not if he was what's his happening teeth kicked in at the end of every set at every comedy club around the country but oh maybe i don't need to say that yeah but like you said if they're all fucking laughing then let him put it in there yeah man. and the special's just great i mean he's it's cl- great he's top killing, to bottom he's killing in the room that paramount theater is just rolling the whole time it's like Man, what what could you want different? I don't know, but I mean, we're at at that level, you know, right now where we're busting our shit to get shit. I mean, you're, you know, crashing with us tonight, <laughs> and, sure then, and then and then heading heading back to my home 
area, Northwest Arkansas, mm. and getting some shows in up there, you know, and and getting the work in. Can you imagine if like the media company that you have this deal with, who I imagine you're probably paying to do this special for you, right? They they don't have a deal. They're not releasing on any streaming platform or anything, right? They're just no. We're we're doing it in a very cool way. Just together. <laughs> Real low key, yo. <laughs> uh, I'd say there's drugs involved. That's yeah. there's drugs involved. <laughs> I'm strictly paying him in mushrooms. <laughs> it's a real low. Psychedelic. And let me just say, if I don't make a harvest, the next time I get back, I'm not going to be able to afford the special. <laughs> so there will not I'm gonna be one. I'm going to get back home and my land yeah. so I can afford LRC to get my uh, little rake L- out. LRC? Yeah. LRC, that's who's doing it? Uh, LRC, yeah. LRC, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you've been on the road so much here lately. Tell, tell me, is there anything, how long have you been on the road here now? Uh, this current trip has only been like five days, but it's a total of like 24 is the like jaunt I'm on right now, uh. I think, yeah. Which is grueling when you're just going from show to show and cr- just crashing at places and trying to figure it out. Um, I like it. I love the schedule of it because I'm a very routine person. So when I'm doing this, I love that I know exactly each day. I'm going to wake up, probably going to shower. I'm going to go find a coffee <laughs> shop, go get stuff done, either drive to like the next city I have to get to or get ready for like the next show. Like That's the day every day, and it's the same but just a little different setting. And I I really I I love the routine of that as weird as that sounds. So, I'm okay with it. I yeah. You're pretty early on this trip though. In this When I did two you're going to hate it. <laughs> no, when I did 2 weeks with Antonio, um we started here, went up all the way uh to Michigan and back. And like the first week, I was like, "This is fun. I love being on the road. This is great." Then we got to Chicago, and there was a knife fight in our Airbnb. <laughs> and then by the end of it, we couldn't afford hotel rooms anymore, so we were just sleeping in his car. <laughs> and I was like, "So that and that makes it shitty." Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, there's ways it can go bad. A hundred percent. Um, I like. Luckily, I've never had. I I've only had to do that a couple times, but it's because I was driving through, so I stopped, and it wasn't like, well, I guess. We're sleeping here right now. Like yep. it was along the way. Um, my friend that I have gone on the road with forever, like was my ra- randomly roommate in Chicago, like great friends. So what we would actually do is we both worked at uh, schools, at Chicago public schools. So we would rent out our apartment and sublet it over summer uh, nice. to comics that were like moving to Chicago because we had a two bedroom. Yeah. And then we would just go on the road for like all of June and July because we didn't have an apartment. So we were just kind of like, well, we know that's the deal. We don't have bills to pay because our apartment's gone. And then uh, just keeping it Dude, moving. that's dope. Yeah. I so, bet that was fun as shit. Yeah. So we've like, I mean, I've gone to a, a lot of cool cool and shitty places just because <laughs> of, we're just like, well, why don't we try to go up here? And, and honestly, why we started coming through Arkansas in the first place was kind of just like, well, let's try Fayetteville to see if the show will go well there on our way to Oklahoma. Cause he's, that's where he is from. So we go through all the time here. And then I had also known some girl that had like moved from Chicago to Fayetteville. So I was like, well, it's on the way yeah. if we get to see her, <laughs> then it worked out great. Right. So, but yeah, we did like a show at like some art gallery in Fayetteville, like square. It packed out for whatever dumb reason. And we're like, cool. I like Fayetteville and I it's go through now a lot. Same with like Bismarck, North Dakota. It was like, I don't know how many Dude, people I are going to. I haven't been to a bad show in Fayetteville. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not in Fayetteville all the time, obviously. Been there for a lot of the Black Apples. I've been to Nomads back when it was at the original location. Uh, been to Bentonville for some stuff. And the, sh- the crowd always comes out and it's always fun. They're always there for it. I sold so much merch <laughs> last summer when I was like going through and did Black Apple. So Yeah, they got a lot of money. They, they're they happy to get rid of it. I bought, I bought a bunch more hats just for that show. So <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. There's so much. But there's something so, you know, talking just about the romanticism of the whole comedy road thing. They're just going to a real 
dumping, telling jokes there. You know, there's just something. Oh, you, you definitely pay your dues, and it feels good. You earn your stripes. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, when you get with other comics that have been on the road, you can start swapping stories. And, like, <laughs> it feels good to have your own legit road stories. Do you have any road stories? Anything that was... That really jumps out at you. The one that like really, man, we, we were <laughs> so either like <laughs> shows so or yeah. like staying. So I think th- probably the one that encapsulates a bunch of stuff at once was um, Lubbock, Texas, was a place where we were doing the show. We were at the place before hanging out because we just got in town, so we're like, we'll hang out at the bar. And this guy's selling raffle tickets for like a Harley Davidson raffle <laughs> that his group is like running or whatever. So him and his family's like hanging out at the bar before. Tell him there's a show happening. Show starts. Guy comes over and he's like, dude, you gotta let me do comedy. I think I'd be really funny. Can I do time on this show? Or like, how do I do that? We're like, that's not how that works. Like the show's booked, but they, like keep hanging out and watching it. Like, yeah, we like that you like the show. Next comic goes up comes over after the next comic. You sure? I think I could be really funny up there. I really think my family <laughs> would want to see me do stand-up here. And we're like, that's... No. Next comic goes up, comes back. Are you guys sure? We're like, all right. Wow. Here's, here's the deal. If you can go get your family to donate some extra gas money to us, we, we can let you go on stage. <laughs> so he comes back with $50. And we're like, all right. When... Everyone else is done. You can go on at the very end. Like, because our thought was like, the show will be over. We've done the, our time we wanted to. If he wants to do something at the end, the show's done. I'll go, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, everyone. I'll see you later. Also, this guy's going to talk while you're walking out. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so what was so odd about it. What a comedy debut. <laughs> his name, and he had shown us before, legal name was Jack Daniels. <laughs> so that was also like a very funny of like, Oh. Give it up for Jack Daniels, everybody. And everyone thinks it's a stage name. They're oh, like, yeah. fuck you immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Just fuck you immediately. And he gets up there, and it's that thing where we all have figured out one point or the other when you do stand-up. Like, the idea you have in your head once you get on stage with it is not always a yeah. one-to-one comparison. And he went up and told, like, a street joke he told us before the show that he thought was hilarious. And then goes, wow, this is hard. What should I talk about? <laughs> And oh, no. someone in his party like yells like forwarders. So we run right back on stage. So we tried to, <laughs> we're like, we are not gonna let this just run away. Like it's the end, but it's like our right. names we're still kind of a part of this show. <laughs> yeah. So we run up we kind of riff with him, like, oh comedy, blah blah blah, just to be like nice about it. Yeah. And then get him off stage and then we keep it moving. So that was cool. But then we go to the bar after and we start like we meet up with this people that like my friend knew and this guy just kept bragging about his family was the number two garage installer in Northern Texas. That's he kept saying it like a bunch of times. He was really high on cocaine, but he yeah. kept saying it a bunch of times while we were just hanging out. Some like not all of Texas in Northern yeah. Texas. It was just like such a weird, like flex. He kept like dropping and this yeah. had just happened right after the like Jack Daniels thing. So it was just like, it was just a weird ass like road day. We we're like, I'll tell this you was what. a lot. This was a lot. <laughs> uh, garage installing business. It'll open a lot of doors for you, man. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of <laughs> things you can do with oh, that. Man. <laughs> Northern Texas. Dude. But my family's the Kennedys. My family's <laughs> the Rockefellers. My family's the number two garage installer in northern Texas, bro. It's not even like good Texas. Yeah. That's like Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, it's like shit Texas. Amarillo. <laughs> you know the really skinny part? That's all we got covered. Just the teensiest, like just the top. The cork of it, as you would. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, man, that's how funny. So wait, they're the ones that are doing the Harley Davidson raffle too. I I think he was a part of some group that was just like selling tickets to like it, it'd be like Boy Scout like candy if it basically is the same thing. It's just they are selling those kind of tickets for whatever yeah, you reason. Can't, you can't let the Harley Davidsons talk about foreign. <laughs> that's thing. funny. Harley Davidson is kind of like Boy Scouts for adults. Wow. Like, yeah, they got a little vest. <laughs> yeah, they got patches that they got to earn. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> oh, they, they, it just really it They go on outings. <laughs> yeah. It's just the really leaders ad- fucking all of them. <laughs> 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 
it's their soapbox like cars yeah. instead it's just like a little motorcycle yeah um that's so funny yeah because that's crazy and then you know like we've st- i've stayed with a lot of comics in this exact situation and like it's been weird sometimes. It's been not weird other times. It's been really cool. Oh, don't worry. We're going to make it weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've had pretty weird situations. Like, Are you sure you're not gay, bro? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see how these mushrooms turn out. Because you know? uh, one time we were like driving somewhere and we were like, oh, we're going to Ottawa or something in a couple of days. And like, oh, who are you doing a show with? And we're like, I forget, I don't even know the guy's name to like slander him. Let's just say it's Greg. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're doing Greg's show. And they're like, oh. And we're like, oh, what? They're like, oh, Greg. Greg like jerked off into someone's hoodie or something when they were staying with him. And we're <laughs> That's like- That's a Greg thing to do. We're like, <laughs> we're staying with Greg too. And they're like, oh, uh- not so, like in the hood, though. Yeah, I think it was like in, in the sleeve of it. Uh, <laughs> in the sleeve. Yeah. Hide your wives, hide your hoodies. Greg's here. <laughs> but we spent like we did the show with them, and we spent the like after that post show. Him kept thinking we're gonna stay with him, trying to be like slip out without him noticing because we didn't want to stay with them, but we didn't want to like have a confrontation about it. Right. You can't like, tell the jack off. You're like, hey, I'm not saying here because I heard somebody say you jack off in a hoodie. Yeah. It's just a weird conversation. It's awkward, right? Yeah. So <sighs> we... Had, that could be really funny, though. Well, he knew something was up because the day after he hit me up, he was like, hey, was everything okay? Like, what? You guys just were acting weird. Did you, like, hear something? I'm not going <laughs> hey, to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> like, 100%. He knows what the rumor is. Yeah. You don't just ask that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, what'd you hear? <laughs> so, like, it's like situations like that where, you know, you kind of have to make, like, a a move on the fly, you know, but. It's like well, if the cops show up at your door, you can't be like, what'd you hear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? Yeah. <laughs> what a weird kink, dude. To want to see you come on other people's forearms. I gotta put my Woody in that hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What I oh, mean it, your dick already has a hoodie for itself. I mean Mine it, don't. Yeah, mine doesn't either. <laughs> mine got taken. In Canada they do, so <laughs> they, they don't circumcise in Canada? No. <laughs> no shit. Really? No none no Judaism in Canada. Or at least like up in like um, I guess if it's colder you want to keep everything you got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would If I was peeing outside in Canada, I'd want my foreskin too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um They call it a toque down there, just so you know. A toque? Yeah, it's not foreskin. It's a toque. A toque. I love that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's what they call beanies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn I was it. hoping you knew that when we could have like a fun little riff there together. No, you're going to fuck me up. I'm going to go Damn. to Canada and be like, oh, it's toque, right? And they're going to be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they're like, look at this jamoke, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking jabroni. <laughs> jamoke and took. Uh, what did you tell him when you asked if he heard anything? We were like... So the, <laughs> how we got out of it is we told him that um, that Dylan, uh, my friend that I was touring with, was uh, really trying to hook up with this girl that came to the show, and she was clearly there with someone else. Uh, but we just Doesn't kept saying, "Stop a road comic from trying." Let me tell. You. That's what we, we we. I mean, if you're not staying with him any, anymore, what's the? Why not just tell him? Why don't be like, "Cause we heard you jacked off in a hoodie." Because. You never know how crazy people are, and especially when you hear of them doing something crazy, you don't want to like agitate crazy. I that I understand, you know? but also sometimes the guy that jerks off into hoodies needs to it needs to be known. Hey, we all know about this. You got to stop. Like somebody's got to tell that motherfucker you can't do this to people. The first time I met this person is not the time I want to be doing that. <laughs> like that. Fair it, enough. It's like. Sometimes you feel comfortable giving someone to tag for a joke. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't really know you. I don't want you to feel like I'm like telling you how to write a joke or telling you what to do. So it's kind of an awkward thing. Like, yeah. that, you know, sometimes you'll be like, hey, do you mind if I like give you a tag for a joke? Sometimes you're like, mm, I'm okay with how it is. You know, that is like three <laughs> steps above just being like, hey, I got a tag that could be a pun there. <laughs> hey, you have serious issues I've heard about. Hey, way, Tyler. Way different. Tyler, I wanted to let you know while okay. you're here. Um, 
if I come in your hoodie, uh, you're more than welcome to tell me it wasn't cool. <laughs> I wonder if Louie, like after he got busted, he was like, Everybody knew. <laughs> oh, oh no! Uh, TMZ calls Louis. He's like, "What did you hear?" I thought I was keeping that on the DL. I thought it was between me and those women. Yeah, because there was a moment where he didn't know how much people knew. <laughs> For sure, not when he blew up. Yeah. He's like, oh. he's like, you told the news. The news. You told the. N- Oh fuck! <laughs> and people who were like, "Ah, yes, I've known for years." He's like, "We had dinner last night. Why would you not tell me that this was getting out?" Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Greg and his hoodie habits. Oh, dude. here's the thing: What if Greg didn't come in that hoodie? What if that was just a rumor about Greg? Yeah, he just spilled some of his Cinnabon glaze. Yeah, in the like, yeah. there may be like a a weird but logical explanation for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, he just... I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. But. I I'd honestly, like, I never want to know the answer. I, I'm going to keep the mystery of what it is. That's not. much better in my head that we made the right decision. All no, of, you 100% made yeah. the right decision. People don't make that shit up. Of yeah. course he came in the hoodie. Like, <laughs> that's not something you just, like, randomly start spreading. It's just too specific, you know? Yeah. Like... Without it being exaggerated enough. That's why it was too crazy. Like, there's been times, you know, hotels can be sketchy too sometimes. You never really know how bad it is. Reviews right. can be deceiving. But, like, last, this wow, this was last weekend. We show up to the hotel we're staying in in Iowa City. And the person in front of us is like, yeah, I'm, I left the other Motel 6 because it was real bad. Uh, I heard this is the better one. And all of a sudden I looked down, I'm like, I don't know if we're at this right Motel 6. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go and relook, and I'm like, no, we drove to the wrong one. <laughs> the one she is currently describing that is she the- could not stay more than one day <laughs> is where we're supposed to be staying. Nice. It's like, sounds like I'm going to be arguing with Expedia over the phone for an hour at least, for oh. sure. So, but, oh, dude, not fun. The, the- but that's the thing, like, you get it. It's like you stay at the cheap hotel and you cross your fingers or do you go sleep somewhere in a Walmart parking lot and just kind of also hope that that's okay. Like it's, it is a bummer. I hate hotels being so expensive is the thing that sucks the most. Like I wish that if you were staying in a hotel after a certain time, they would like, it's cheaper. Cause it's like, you have to get kicked out at a certain time out of this hotel anyway. What? Like if I get there at like 10 o'clock at night and I'm only going to be there 12 hours now, I also understand I'm describing, like, a sleazy pay-by-the-hour hotel-like <laughs> model. So, like, I get that I'm incorrect. But that's what, I don't know, that's my dream. Like, Dude, I, yeah, because especially being on the road, you're like, no, I can make it. I can make it. And then it's 2 in the morning. You're like, I can't drive anymore. I got to yeah. stop somewhere. But then they're going to kick you out at 11. You're like, fuck, I can't even get a full eight-hour sleep here. It barely seems worth the cost of it. Like, right. if I'm going to pay for a hotel, I would like to check in at 3 o'clock. I want to watch at least one episode of Law and Order SVU with commercials. <laughs> like, I want a full hotel experience if I'm using a hotel. That's fair. Yeah, but it, it's still. Where does it end? Where does it end if you start doing pay by the hour? You're like, I just need this room for thirty minutes. Can <laughs> you guys slash your hour price in half for me so I can get in here and you know if because it's for us it would work great. Sure. You know, I yeah, absolutely. Being on the road just I just need a few hours to crash. Just I'll sleep Do on we- top of the covers. I promise. <laughs> like, <laughs> how can we knock this down even more <laughs> off the car? I'll sleep on the floor. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep the keep the bed plastic wrapped. I don't even need it. Really. <laughs> I just want to sit in the recliner and pass out for a while. Um, I like hourly hotel. I'm gonna be honest. I was about to try to. Okay. I, I'm it. not saying an hour. I just think the later it gets in the night, it should be less because you're getting kicked out at a certain time. Right. Like again, if you're saying I only want it for an hour, that is not right. That's not what I'm describing. Maybe I'm a just six saying, hour minimum. The yeah, less you got to go at least six. The hours. less you're able to utilize it, the less it should be to costing you. And that's that is just what I wish. That would make comedy traveling so much easier. That would make it better. You'd also need yeah. a pretty serious security team for an hourly hotel. Like, just like, 
boom, your time's up. You gotta get out. It's been two hours. You there, have to go. There is nothing worse than getting a hotel key, opening the door, and seeing that someone is in there and they yes. have the wrong key. That oh is my the god, worst. that is so fucking terrible. There's certain things I do now at hotels as like a fear of like certain things that have happened in the past. I, know, I only jack off in front of the door, <laughs> just waiting for. Uh, <laughs> I knock on the door before I slit the key now. Every time. That's a good move. Because I just want... If someone's in there, I want them to get a heads up like, hey, I'm, I'm coming in because I have a key. Yeah. Like, I don't want everyone to walk in on someone. I check the sheets underneath to make sure there's no bed bugs. Like, I do a quick, like, inspection of a few things before I'm really settled in. Like, I had a And mouse. that's the experience of somebody that's been on the road before. Yeah. yeah. And yep. th- none of that's ever happened to me, but because I don't want to let it ever happen to me. Like... Yeah. I've definitely been given the wrong key and walked into somebody else's room. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's why anytime I'm in a hotel room, I lock every fucking lock they got. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you ain't just walking in here. Yeah. Now, I definitely, I mean, even, I, I, I definitely, I let, the hooker know the knock that she needs. <laughs> I want to so I know. Okay, all right, you can, you can come in, but anybody else, stay out. You all know? Right, I want you to knock the. <laughs> The, the beat of the Jimmy Neutron theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Nickelodeon. <laughs> um, yeah, man. There's there's things about being on the road and, and just trying to put it all together that is only... It's only a road comic. That's really... I was listening to um, Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura had Adriana Chechik on do you know adrian chechik is that's the girl that broke her back the porn star yeah yeah do you know twitchcon right yeah you don't know female porn stars right? i I, <laughs> I think I, I think i saw clips of that and that's yeah, the only the way i know thing. about it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um her they had her on there she was talking about on her come up of like <laughs> <What? Wording. laughs> oh, okay okay is that when she throws up come <laughs> <Her come> <laughs> <laughs> oh dude that's the worst when that happens um oh really uh, what's that like Zane? <laughs> I, I, I wish <laughs> i i've had a few girls throw up on me and it's not pleasant it's the smell is the worst the cleanup is pretty quick I, was, I regret going down this road. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn. And your dick just smells terrible. <laughs> Where's this ever smelled? Um, what was I saying? Stomach bile on my dick. Anything else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> Adriana Chechik. When she was, so she was stripping before she's doing porn. And she would, was like a road stripper where like she would, follow like the, the wet season at clubs like so she would like travel around the country like follow biker gangs and stuff and and different the wet season what is that <laughs> what, what are you talking about <laughs> like, you walked walk past that like we both knew exactly what that was supposed to be <laughs> and you were like they know what that means so i when can keep moving flush, through when it's flush with rain you know <laughs> I, I coined the term. They didn't say it really during the podcast. Just of figured. course they did, because nobody says that. <laughs> yeah, it's not you know, it's he just rain. made up a slang for the rain. <laughs> I thought it made sense. Did you not know what I meant? No, no. <laughs> the wet season at a strip club, I figure, is when it rains the most. You know, when it's raining. Money. Oh, when you said club, I thought you were talking about bars, like in general. No, she's a stripper. I said yeah. road stripper. I yes, but when you said road stripper, I thought she was doing like what we were doing, just fucking going to an open <laughs> mic and being like, "Here you go." <laughs> like she was here's winning. Amateur nights across the country. <laughs> Tuesdays weren't safe because of her. <laughs> yeah, dude. Variety shows. Park <laughs> wild. Well, some of those strip clubs will do like a contest night for like they'll have like an amateur night in Cleveland. One of the strip clubs I remember would do that. I'm pretty Bro, sure. Can you imagine following a stripper? <laughs> oh, dude. I don't want to even think after That's think an experience I've never had to do. I know a lot of people that have, like, yeah, the strip club did, like, comedy shows at it. And yeah. it was, like, depressing because. Yeah, I've, that sounds like, depressing. There was a place that used to be a strip club that converted into a music venue in Ohio, but some people didn't know. So they would walk in thinking it was still a strip club. And then they'd see, like, comedy happening. And then you, you knew who wasn't unaware because they would walk in see it, and then just walk right out. <laughs> but right next to it was a porn shop that was still functioning. 
So they must have like not gotten the memo like, okay, well, the porn shop's open, but the strip club didn't make it, unfortunately. Dude, can you imagine like getting all your buddies like, oh, we're going to go see some titties. <laughs> you open the door and it's a fucking open mic. <laughs> oh, that'd be, I'd be bummed. <laughs> I'd be upset. Yeah. Oh, that that is quite the letdown. Yeah, dude, expect Adrian Chechek and just see fucking <laughs> Me, Zane. you, and Lucas just like, hey, guys, here's my dick joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It's... There's not a lot of things like it, though, was my point. So, <laughs> no, okay, let's get back to this, because wh- what is the catalyst for what makes it the wet season? Like, you're saying because she was, like, at it when there was bikers at it? Yeah, like, like, you know, when they... What the fuck is... Who is she following? Like, the Grateful Dead? Or, <laughs> like, they just... It, it just... You made it set it up like something happened so that makes strip clubs more popular, and she just was capitalizing on the like ebb and flow of the marketplace like i'm so confused <laughs> yes yeah on the ebb and flow of the marketplace so like she would like had this uh, she would know where these groups that would like go move across the country and like be heavy tippers you know she could go and like you know and make money. Yes, like the ebb and flow. She explains it better in the podcast. Oh, I sure hope yeah. so. I don't know, dude. I, I, I also made it up, you know? It's, it's fully made up. Uh, Adriana Chechik is just so talented. I just wanted to sing her praises here for a little bit. That was all I. That was all. You I just had. set this up so you could hopefully mention her in a clip, just to be like, "Cool, we talked about her, her, so we can tag her yeah. in something." Yeah, that, that we saw what you did there. Unbelievable. You're just going to strip this down. You guys are just going to call me out right here on my podcast. You guys are just going to, that's what's going to happen now. Uh, just gonna, you're just going to break down. You're just going to be, oh, here's the man behind the curtain. <laughs> All right, you fucking assholes. You know what? Adriana will love me, dude. Adriana, when things don't pan out with this girl, man, I'm fucking going Adriana Chechik. I, I feel like with Adriana Chechik, though. You have you. I mean, you've got to be with a girl like that. She actually talks about that in the podcast too. All of her boyfriends, um, what does she call it? She calls it like hot wifing, hot wifing, where like these dudes, their kink is it's kind of like a cut kink, but it's not. Where like she'll like bring in dudes and they'll have sex in front of him, and he'll just be like behind like a two way glass and watch it. And then he will come in after them and like and have sex with her. That's what her boyfriends have always been. Is like is like hot wifing doing that. Does that make sense? No. To someone. Yeah, to somebody. I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to shame nobody if <laughs> no, no, everybody's no, consent. No, no, does it make sense? <laughs> you know you understand it. This I understand a, the concept. This isn't a wet season debacle again. Okay. You know what yeah. you know what high wiping is in the way. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's it's with cause with girls like that that just love dick to that level to where it's their occupation. Um you just gotta be cool with it. You have to be if you wanna be with them. I mean, I realize I'm clearly not talking to either of those people right <laughs> now. I had That's zero interest in being with them. <laughs> yeah, but, but here's the thing, Zane. They also have zero interest in being with me. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely true. You would. So this is not a problem that I will ever have. No, no. I it's it's a hard thing to wrap your head around because like the cuck thing is like the the cuck thing. The way I it was explained was like it was just like the watching of it, just like the voyeurism aspect. But, like, the hot wifing thing is, like, the allowance of it and then, like, coming in afterwards. No pun intended again. Um, it, it's it's an interesting thing, dude. The sex stuff, <laughs> what people get into. Why? Why is it interesting? Well, because it's, like, to just let it go. I don't know, dude. You guys need to listen to that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearly, I'm clearly, I don't know why I took on the task of telling you guys all of the hot topics that... Uh, hot you really to- worked through a lot of stuff there. Yeah. We just kind of sat like- and we're just like, We'll let him come back around to <laughs> us being in the room as well in a second, I'm sure. <laughs> so that's not okay? Is what you're that's not normal is what we're talking about right now. Dang it. <laughs> I mean, it's normal for somebody, buddy. I'm not shaming you. We still love you. Yeah. Like, 
Dude, you can be gay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm going to discover so much on your trip up here with us. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn so many things about myself. And Yeah, it turns uh, out that big-ass mirror is a two-way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have a curtain as a door already for where I'm staying. So. Dude, you, I worked hard to put that curtain up. Okay, okay. well, I appreciate it. Yeah. The comic before you didn't have a curtain. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's absolutely true. You yeah. got the premium package. Uh, the upgraded, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it it's uh, I washed the, sh- the sheets have been washed. Wow. Yep. <laughs> wow. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should still check them for bed bugs. <laughs> you should never search around. You should definitely still look. <laughs> Sometimes, like I get really, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna walk in there in the middle of the night, like, oh, I'm sorry, my key card just opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> I knocked on the curtain. You didn't hear me coming in. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Oh no, I I had bed bugs in Chicago at one point, so like I know how bad it could be, and I never want that to happen again. So like, oh, what's bed bugs like? That sounds terrible. I mean, the itching that you have is unbelievable. You when you're sleeping, what do they look like? What am I looking for when I'm looking for? They're bed like bugs? the tiniest little like oval shaped things. Okay. Um, yeah, you would you would see them if they're there. Okay, that's the best way I could say it. Like okay. they're not like um, they're not invisible. Okay. So again, if you go to a hotel, like if you check the inner lining of the like sheet, mm-hmm. like they they like to crevice in. But if you like lift it up, you can see if it's fucking there. You okay. know. Um, but like sometimes I'll just lay there and I'm like I've read too many reviews. I know it's okay, but I still like. I, I'll bring a steamer with me and I'll just like steam the whole bed because that would kill them just because yeah. it's like the peace of mind is more worth me like the 30, 20 minutes it's going to take me to do this. Like my brain is crazy and I can't settle in. Dude, I, I can't imagine yeah. having to sit there and get ate alive while you're trying to sleep. Like It's just like a terrible feeling. Yeah, I've, it's when, awful. Uh, the worst that I've experienced is sleeping in a swamp in a sleeping bag with mosquitoes out. Ugh. But that's not like they can't get in the sleeping bag. They're just chewing your head up. Oh, that's dude. still bad. Like, it's, it's it chew sucks. like, cause even when you get those on like your ankle and it like bothers you, like that's a terrible thing. But when it's up there on your like noggin and you're like, Oh dude, me and my ugh. buddy were squirrel hunting and we walked through this field. <laughs> and, okay. Of course. Uh, like as we're uh, going through the grass had like, you know how some grass has like, um, it looks like a Y and it has black things on the end of it that you can rub off of it. Yeah. Um, so it looks like that's on the top of all this grass. But as we walked through it, it wasn't. It was all mosquitoes. It was on top of the grass. And it was like a gajillions of swarm. Ugh. And like we went, we like ran to the truck and like it's like we was like we were running from bees. That's how much they were biting us. Ugh. And we like put on jackets and like put on a face masks and everything. And they were still biting us in the eyes and in the nose and like. Fucking us up, man. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. My girlfriend is so gung ho into the whole camping thing, and we're gonna have to go this summer, and I'm just not looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just well, just... take your two way mirror and get her, one of your buddies to go with her, <laughs> and just not, baby. I'm gonna watch y'all camp this first. This is not then. my kink, it's a kink I learned about. All right. <laughs> That you uh, love, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like comedy, yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, being on the roads, great. So hey, watching some other fucking girl. Huh? <laughs> that's weird. Cuckolding. Um, it's not cuckolding, guys. <laughs> it's something completely different. No, come on, guys. You should respect it, okay? <laughs> you just let him. <laughs> you just permit. You allow. It's really a place of power, honestly. If you if you think about it. Um, oh, dude. No fucking way. Just being a blind kid camping sounds, I mean, for, there's, <laughs> I just, if, I think about, like, if I'm going to spend so much time just prodding sides of a tent, trying to figure out where the door is. <laughs> 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 trying to, just trying uh, to find no. where is that. Oh, <laughs> and no. I'm going to be like, oh, if I just went around the other side, I would have been right at the door. But instead, I took the long way, just poke, poke, poke. Ah! <laughs> and then I'm still going to be outside after I'm inside. I and it, I don't think there's a way I can do my skincare routine 
and <laughs> and in the river. There's no way. I just don't think. Even if I bring my checks and balances, yeah. Zane's got a whole makeup counter in his bathroom. It's like, not a makeup counter, <laughs> dude. If you took a picture of your bathroom and you took a picture of Dillard's and said, "Show me the difference," <laughs> nobody be able to show you the fucking difference. Uh, n- I, I, I'm sorry. A woman may be able to, but no, that's clearly not makeup. That's like uh, that's facial, and that's this, and that's that, and that's for eyes, and this is for lips, and this is for skincare. <laughs> Tyler knows. I have a couple <laughs> things I carry with me. I'm not like American Psycho where I have like 60 different steps along the way. Oh, what do you carry? What do you use? I have like a like a face wash and then like a like a face lotion that's like for your like a moisturizer. I didn't even know like, face wash was like, a thing till I got with my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I'll do like a sheet mask every once in a while with my girlfriend. Really, you didn't know till we lived together. Um, uh, you use a you you do a face mask every once in a while i'll do one with like my girlfriend she'll be like oh i got these like they're cool they're fine like it's not a big deal whatever kicking it little charcoal you know yeah dude little charcoal face mask man really get it all dry yeah what do you what what brand do you use Uh, whatever Uh, cvs sells of of of, uh face wash and stuff i've i'm moisturizer okay St. Ives or whatever. Man. Zane's like in. He's down the rabbit. hole. I know. He's, he's really the, like yeah. trying to get into the neat, the nitty gritty of it. I could tell. What do you use? Uh, oh, Origins. Okay, cool. Oh, Origins. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like Origins stuff. It's very natural. It's a little bit greasy for some other people, but I feel like I my face is kind of dry, and so I like especially the, when I. Uh, but like instead, so I don't look like a disco ball. I'll just take a little paper towel, just dab my face off a little bit, you know, during the day if it does get a little bit greasy or I'm shiny in the mirror, you know. You are shiny sometimes. Yeah. Is that why? Is because all the stuff you put on your face? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. That's why I'm shiny. And I'm also just kind of greasy just from working out and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so good for you. And the, your skin's an organ, too. You should take care of it. You know? I really wish I did a better job taking care of, like, body lotion and stuff. Like, I should do my body more. Um, Jack Black is a great cosmetics line, too. They that like a really good cosmetics. Really? Uh, that's not someone I was expecting for you oh, to dude, see. Oh, dude. That's interesting. Beard? I don't, I'm not going to lie. I had two gummies before we started this podcast, and hearing body lotion and Jack Black in the same sentence kind of like <laughs> fucked me up for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> dude. His body lotion is my favorite. <laughs> it's got grapeseed oil. Grapeseed oil. Fine. Yeah, dude. Grapeseed oil is great for your body. Um, it's it, dude. You can, it, cause your body's so dry after you get out of the shower. You wanna, you wanna fill up those pores with something, you know. That's lubric- what my lady says. That's what she told me. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's what we've been telling you, Bear. <laughs> you need to do a better job taking care of yourself. If I just have her scratch my back when I'm dry. That feels good. That probably bad for you <laughs> yeah yeah it just gets your ashy off uh, just a little bit but you should you should lotion you should moisturize i i should do a better job of it but i use jack black to like exfoliate and stuff and it's also the um guy yeah it's also the the i did not notice you had a fanny pack on fuck yeah he does how he's gonna carry around 60 fucking things of skincare <laughs> routine yeah. on this is my 24 jack black, my jack black lip balm it's so good <laughs> Oh, thanks for showing us how it works. <laughs> well, clearly you need some help. CVS ass. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Using CeraVe to dry out your pores, you generic oh ass. <laughs> Walmart brand skincare using. This was not the judgment I was expecting <laughs> when I came into the show. <laughs> By the end of it, <laughs> there are two deer skulls above your head, yeah. <laughs> and you're getting roasted about your skincare choices. Yeah, yeah you're definitely not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Zane, we're about that time. If you want to, we can wrap, wrap it up. Um, damn, dude. I'm so glad. Fun. I'm so glad you came down. Me too. This it was great. fucking. Thank you for doing this, man. Hell yeah. Appreciate it. Hell yeah. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah. Sorry. We also had him booked to do Cregan's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cregan's. Honestly, that never surprises me when that happens. Like, this is. This is not the first time that this has happened to me. It will not be the last. Yeah. Same with like like these things happen all the time. Again, like, uh, can I, do you have time to tell like another? Yeah, quick yeah, order? of course. So like, 
I was setting the show, the shows up. I was going through, hitting places up. I had this brewery in Dallas. We spoke on the phone for a while. She was like, I, I like it. We're going to move forward with it. I just need to like check with a few people, move forward. Great. I'm like, cool. I'll t- touch base with you next week. So I assume that's in the book. Don't have to worry about it. So, okay, that's a date. I don't have to worry about booking. Reach out next week. Hey, how's it going? Did we have approval to move forward with the show? Well, the events person that was going to work the night of the show uh, just was in a really bad car accident. So unfortunately, uh, we're not sure if we're going to be able to do it. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'll hit you up next week then. (laughs) Like, you know, it puts me in that awkward place of like, well, I thought we had a show set up and then all of a sudden like something terrible happens to other people and Does which, that mean the show's not happening anymore? Yeah, that's like, like seriously, that's what I I like try to as nicely as I could be like, "Oh my god, I hope they're okay." And then she's like, "No, they're not. This will happen. I forget what it was." Yeah. I was like, "Oh no. Well, I hope they recover. I'll hit you up next week when it's more settled." And then like I hit them up and then they just ghosted me. So yeah. it's like you know, sometimes like shows are there, sometimes they're booked, sometimes like the bar closes, like that happens <laughs> yeah, all the man. time. Like that. Dude, there was one time we were booking a showcase at another bar here in the area and um we were going to set up and we did the had a headliner came. that we were paying to come in from Memphis. And, oh god. And, and we get gone. to the venue, the place is locked, we're calling them and they're not answering. They closed the bar. Oh <laughs> my god. Got to let us know. That's how we found out. And like the headliner shows up to us locked out of the building. Oh, my God. And we're like, we have to pay him. We told him, like, yeah. it's not his fault, so fucking pay him. Like, sorry, man, there's no show. <laughs> go, turn around go right back to Memphis. Oh, I was so fucking mad. That's rough. Damn. We're going to get you taken care of, though. Thank you for coming down. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Tyler. Um, you're shooting your uh, album in May. Where can people find that? Yeah, so um, you can find... Almost everything of mine is uh, Tyler Tells Jokes. So that's like Instagram, Twitter. I don't really Twitter as much. Uh, TikTok. And then TylerTellsJokes.com is my website. Any of that stuff. I'm pretty good at like keeping up with all of that. Like posting stuff where I'm going to be. And so on and so forth. So yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, I can't wait to check that out. Uh, and when you drop me. that, if you're back in the area, come back. We'll hype that up. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Like, that's what's so nice about, like, these trips is, like, sometimes you go to a spot and you're like, well, we'll give it a shot. And then you're like, oh, hell yeah, that was dope as hell. Like, I can't wait to, like, go back through again. Like, yeah. that, it is nice. You know, there's only 52 weeks in the year. There's only so many cities. It's nice that, like, once you find where you like to go, it becomes a little better of, like, cool, I get to choose, like, places I like right. going rather than, like, well, how's Rochester? You know, or whatever, <laughs> yeah, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Man, I hope Little Rock's been good. I know you're headed back up to Northwest Arkansas tomorrow. I hope those guys take care of you. Um, we got your back, though. Hell yeah. H- holler when you're coming through. I'm sorry I let you know about Cregan so late. <laughs> we, uh, it's been a it's been a crazy couple of weeks, but uh, we're going to keep pushing. We'll have more shows for you to do next time you come through, too. Cool. Hell yeah. I can't wait. Peace. Till next time, bro.